Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's been a minute. Yeah. It's been a hefty minute. If it's longer than a week, it's been too long. Tacos should be a weekly meal. Yeah, that's fair. Tacos are just electric. Are they... Are you mad at your body for not being able to put cheese on tacos? Because like a nice... That's a deep question, to be honest with you. A nice Oaxacan cheese goes crazy. Isn't it Oaxaca? Yeah, yeah, with the O. Well, what if it's Oaxaca from Oaxaca? Where is that? Oaxaca, Mexico. Huh. I don't know, but yes. Honestly, yes, I am upset that my body... Actually, I'm upset at my parents. They did this. Did they do that? They did this to me. Yes, are you kidding me? Genetics. Yeah, but didn't it? Yeah. I was thinking more like they like fed you too much cheese as a baby. Mm, not as a baby. And your body was like, all right, that's enough. That is, We're not having I've reached the cheese limit. Yep, you've mm. reached the cheese limit. Now you have... The cheese touch. The cheese touch. Unlucky. Uh, don't have the cheese touch. Not anymore. I'm allergic to cheese. Uh, or not allergic. Intolerant. There you go. Um, let's talk ASU basketball. Actually, Can we talk welcome about- to the PHNX Sun oh, Devil yeah. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you got so sidetracked there. Mm-hmm. I'm Anthony Dotri. He's Shane Diefenbach. Yeah, we are. Uh, Sean DePaz is at the San Diego Padres game. Mm-hmm. Not the Arizona Diamondbacks game. He's just uh, on vacation. Having a good time. Uh, congrats to Dan. Dan Hurley. Danny. Yes. Danny friend of the program? Friend of the program. Throw, throw the Danny Hurley forks up. He did redeem himself. Did he? Yeah. Throwing a forks with uh, Doug. Nice. Things yeah. you, on the golf cart. Yeah. Things you love to see. Um, obviously, yeah, Dan Hurley got himself a national championship with UConn last night. So congratulations to him. Um, but his celebration, I also feel like, is kind of a celebration for the Hurley family in general. Um, just with that name being out there so often, got to figure it. it got to help ASU just a little bit. Right? Bobby definitely said, finally, you finally won a national championship. <laughs> you finally did it. God. Gosh, you failure. God. Um, it's been a hell of a 24 hours, I'd say, for for Bobby Hurley um, and just ASU basketball in general, right? You retain Jemiah Neal, which we're going to get into that, and then you land another transfer in former Louisville forward, um, Kamari Lanes or Lands. Um, let's talk about Jemiah for a second here because we saw him come on at the end of last season, specifically in the Pac-12 tournament, uh, and just what he was able to provide for this team from a scoring perspective off the bench. It is an element that the Sun Devils lacked, it felt like, at least in terms of bench scoring. Now you bring him back. Hopefully the expectation is he takes his game to the next level. What kind of role do you think he figures to play for ASU next season? I think, it, I mean, I, I, it'd be awesome if he could start. I just, it just totally depends. Mm-hmm. I, I feel, I feel a grad transfer coming. Yeah, they're not done. Well, yeah, they're definitely not done the portal, but I feel like a, I feel like a swing grad transfer is coming. Uh, I feel like a Daz is on his way. We'll see. Um, I don't, I don't know anything. That's just a, 
just a sense I have. Because he, he would probably... Sure, he, wink, wink. He would probably slot into that three roll. Or... Jemiah? Yeah. Two. Probably two. Frankie, him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Malachi. Well, no. Who knows? This roster's going to look a lot different. I think, I mean, from, from just a basketball perspective, what he can bring on the court is basically everything right now. We kind of knew him as this 3 and D guy his freshman year. You know, lanky, kind of like a, a Great Dane puppy. Couldn't really – this. It always looked like his feet were moving faster than he, his brain yeah. could. Um, and he kind of slowed down his game toward the end of last year and finished smooth. Think, 80% from the three-point line in the tournament, which is just insane. Uh, something like that. And he was just, he just huge, huge off the bench. Uh, and obviously massive in those Pac-12 tournament games as well. So, yeah, Jemiah Neal is going to keep getting better. Yeah. His his ceiling is very high, uh, and I'm, I'm so glad he stuck around because not only is he just such a, a talent and so raw and athletic, but he's also just such an awesome dude. Yeah. Um, he's a kid. Yeah. This is a guy that still has braces. Yeah. Last, I, last we talked to him at the Pac-12 tournament, he still had braces. Like, people got to remember that. I think there was a lot of heat on Jemiah after he entered the portal um people just you know he's, he's just chasing the bag chasing his money whatever and you know what respect like if he was gonna go get a bag he could have gone um and like all props to him like i think sean said it he doesn't really care if a player is going to get theirs right as long as you don't trash the program um on your way out that's really what matters um and you just take a look at what Jemiah was able to do toward the end of the season, right? Especially in games that mattered. Look at that second meeting against Arizona. He had 12 big points off the bench. The UCLA game, he had six points. Um, Oregon State, the first round of the Pac-12 tournament, he had seven. USC, nine. U of A again, 11. Then dropped 16 in the Nevada game. He was a big part of that um, that win. And then five points against TCU. So not like anything crazy that's just going to jump off the stat sheet, right? You, you see a seven or a nine there, an 11. Yep. But 16 off the bench is jumping off the stat sheet in college basketball. And if you watch those games, right, it's it's one thing to to look at the numbers and to just be like, okay, he scored like seven yeah. points, scored nine points. If you watch some of the buckets that Jemiah yeah. Neal was getting, those were not just like free fast break layups that he was no. getting. He did throw down a dunk, but I mean, what was I calling him before he even came on as a scorer? The Energizer Bunny. Yeah. Like that's what he can bring off the bench. It's it's massive. You, you have, having some type of spark plug off the bench is necessary for a good team. I mean, shit, we saw with UConn last night. They had four Energizer Bunnies just bong, bong, bong the entire damn night. Yeah. Like they are they are so good and well-rounded. And and seeing that, I know it's not our Hurley, but he's a part of the Hurley family. No, it's not our Hurley. It's, it, it, oh my God, that team is so good. And just the potential of what ASU can be, not obviously to a UConn standard because it's such a different program. And they've been like the most dominant, one of the most dominant teams in college basketball in the past 15 years, yeah. 20 years. But just, they both play the same style of basketball. They're both deep. They run the floor. They defend really well. Um no, uh, and obviously a lot of their coaching similarities come because one, they're brothers, but two, they also coach together. Yeah, absolutely. And those videos that were coming out mm -hmm. of Dan and Bobby were absolutely coaching electric. So good. I can't wait to ask Bobby about that um, when we get him, hopefully sometime this week. Looking at what Jemiah provided offensively is one thing, but defensively too, I feel like it was a little bit underrated just because there were so many strong defenders on this Sun Devil team last year. But Jemiah, again, coming off the bench, 21 total steals, had several games this past season where he had three or more steals, which is something that only Amari and Jackson was really able to do consistently, not last season, but the year before. 
And you talk about an ASU team and just Bobby Hurley squads in general, right? We, we know how much they thrive off of the transition game and just running the court. Um, but you lose a guy in Luther Muhammad who was arguably your best defender. You're losing a guy in DJ Horn who was a good defender. You're losing a guy in Des Cambridge who, yes, he provided you what he did offensively, but was a phenomenal defender, right? So to have Jemiah obviously come back, whether he starts or not, offensively is one thing. But you're going to be able to maintain some sort of defensive chemistry as well, which I think is one of the most important things. We saw that this ASU team, when the offense didn't show up last year, it was all the defense did. Yeah, cohesion on the defensive end is the biggest thing for a good team defense. Uh, and Bobby Hurley's always going to get his players to be good defenders because, as I say many times, it's like rebounding. It's a total want-to thing. If you want to go get that ball, you're going to. Um, and, yeah, athleticism helps. But a lot of Hurley's teams have been athletic. And length really helps. So Jemiah's got both of those. It has sky's the limit in terms of defense as well. So, it's, yeah, it's it's huge for the Sun Devils. Very, very underrated. And I, people, I don't think people are taking this for granted at all. I've seen a lot of yeah. positive feedback on Twitter, but still, I think an underrated part of Hurley's team next year. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes another huge step and becomes one of ASU's top scorers. Yeah. Uh, Jemiah Neal, obviously not the only Sun Devil that entered the transfer portal that could potentially... Come back. We know there's a couple names. Uh, Enoch's still out there somewhere in the depths. DJ Horn, um, out of all three of the remaining ASU players in the portal, I would say DJ's got the least likely odds to come back. Yeah. Uh, and then Austin Nunez. Still haven't heard any update in terms of you know his value or just what he really entered the transfer portal for. Um, so, again, interested to see what Bobby has to say when we get him on. I think we get Austin back. You think we get Austin back too? Okay. I mean, that would go a long way yeah. to get him back, to get Jemiah back. Because B- Austin, I saw a little more than Jemiah. Jemiah, I never saw leaving. Like, I genuinely think he was just like, he like peeked out his head out the transfer portal. Like, like Which if, the, if the portal got to. goes to a different dimension, his like, it's just his forehead. He just wanted to see. It, it was, was just his forehead, forehead <laughs> that's in the portal with a little bit of his eyes. He's like, nah. nah. And he came back. I think, you know. It's too cold over I there. I think Nunez is fully in it. And I think he's looking around, but he's also looking at the. The door he just left from being like, yeah. it's a nice door. Huh. It's a sunny door. Yeah, it's a sunny door. It's, it's a Hurley door. It's warm in there. Yeah, or out there, in there. Now he's out in the portal. Oh, the portal's outside. Yeah, hundred percent. You're fending for yourself. It's the wilderness. Mm. Like PVP zones. It's and the Runescape. Hunger Games. No, it's Runescape. It's the wilderness Ooh. of Runescape. Runescape was such a fun mm. game. Jacob, did you play Runescape? Absolutely. He looks like a no, Runescape character. I didn't what? Play Runescape. Club Penguin. I did play Club Penguin. Yeah. That's on brand. What about Dude, Neopets? I, yeah, of course. Okay. I used to catch so many beans in that coffee wait, shop wait, game. You didn't play Neopets? I don't think so. Wow, that's wild. Did you have a child? I, I had so Black many Kids? Neopets. What, what was your Neopets name? Mm. I had three. I don't remember the other two, but I know I had a... I had a... Wow, I didn't even think about this. I had a penguin named Trident. Wow. But it's, I guess it's not a Trident. It's a pitchfork, but still. Full circle. Well, if you... if you Like the emoji is a yeah, Trident. it is a Trident, yeah. but it's a yellow pitchfork. Fork them. Fork them? Fork them. Hashtag forks up. Hashtag Dan Hurley's a champion. Okay. Hashtag bet MGM too, guys. Mm. Uh, if you didn't know, we're going to obviously tell you about all the money you can make on their great app. But Dude. the merch kind of goes stupid. The merch, the merch does go stupid. I went You went dumb, stupid? Stupid. Ignorant, crazy. Crazy. Go stupid. Uh-huh. Go crazy. Uh-huh. Last night. Dude, probably made the best live bets I've ever made. On bet MGM? And bet MGM makes... 
it's so easy because it's so fast. Uh, you know that it, right before the 16 minute or right before the under 16 timeout, yeah, it was getting a little hairy. San Diego State had the lead, uh, and then I bet UConn three different times. I think at minus three and a half in the first for the first half to win the first half, then minus one and a half to win the first half, and then. Excuse me, it's not face IDing me because the mic was in the way. And then minus a half a point to win the first half at hmm. plus 100. And then right after I bet that, uh, San Diego State went on an 11 minute mark or 11 minute drought without scoring a field goal. Uh, so it's probably the best live bets I've ever made, uh, least sweaty bets I've ever had to make. I think everybody and their mom was on UConn. Um, uh- I mean, look, going into the day, we were in agreement that it was UConn. I was a coward, and at the start of the, the day, I did not bet on that game. I saw UConn absolutely just dominate that first half against STSU, and I felt like I needed to get in, right? I needed to just get a little bit on it. Mm-hmm. So I pulled up BetMGM, was able to get UConn to just win the second half outright. Wow. At plus money. Plus money was able to get UConn to win the second half. Uh, and it got hairy there for a second. Did they win the second half? They did. They ended up winning the second half by, I want to say, six or seven. They did? Yes. There was a point where SDSU was up in the second half by four. And they ended up, uh, UConn went on a run late and ended up winning the second half. So, wow, they thank you, Dan Hurley and UConn, for winning the second half outright. Guys, and if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX, and you guys are going to get up to $200 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code PHNX. Then you're going to place a pregame money line wager in the amount of at least 10 bucks on any market at standard odds price. And boom, you're going to receive $200 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of the outcome of your wager. Just make sure you use bonus code PHNX when you sign up. And now, let's listen to Shane talk about it. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Dude, BetMGM's literally just giving me bonus bets. I just I, I threw a same game parlay on the or one game parlay on the uh, the D backs. Mm. They're down to nothing right now. But they were like, "Here's twenty bucks." I was like, "Do something with it." Thanks. You just salute BetMGM. <laughs> yeah, the last lead SDSU had was ten to eight, Andrew. Yeah, and that's when I got them. They got beat bad. That's they when got, I got beat them live. Real bad. That was pretty. Look, awesome. I don't know about you, but after winning some money, I was exhausted. I put in a lot of work watching that game last night. Um, and you know juiced. me. I, I can't usually sleep. Like, I, I can't just, like, lay in bed and, like, go straight to sleep like my dad does. My dad literally gets in bed and he just fucking, he's out. Dude, like, I know committed. so many friends. I don't know how people do that. I know so many friends that can just turn it off. I don't know how. Turn it off. My brain is, like, going a million yeah. miles a second yeah. when I'm laying in bed. But OG's Sleep Edition gummies, guys, they put me straight to sleep and I wake up without any sort of grogginess. I wake up and I'm ready for the day, get a great night's sleep. Uh, not like melatonin where you you take it and then I usually, A, have a nightmare and then wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, OG's, it, it it smacks. 
Guys, the Sleep Edition gummies are live and active, plus tons more. As always, you can find them at your local dispensary by checking out ogsbrands.com. You do got to be 21 plus to enjoy. You don't have to be 21 plus to enjoy the addition of Kamari Lands to Arizona State basketball. That's another incoming transfer for Bobby Hurley's squad. We already talked about Malachi Davis a couple days ago, and now you get the Louisville forward transferring in uh, just what right off the rip before we get into uh, some of his tape? What did you think when you first heard that Kamari Lands is going to be a level? Um, I saw he went to Hillcrest, and you have to be a good basketball player to go to Hillcrest. Uh, he was about a ninety-three-seven recruit, so four, high four-star, mid-four-star recruit. Um, but I mean, it's the size that I mean at least sticks out to you. Six-eight, two-twenty. Went into college with six-eight frame. I want to say one ninety-five. So definitely got bigger at Louisville. Uh, stats wise, I mean, he averaged five points a game on a Louisville team that was four and twenty-four, <laughs> so not great. But they were that bad. Yeah, they were one of the worst teams in the country. <laughs> um, but I will say, Louisville's still a good basketball program. Like overall, they are. Uh, and Kamari Lands, the ceiling is high with him. Very, very high. Not only is he six eight two twenty, but he shoots. Above 31%, 31.7, I think, from three. 32. 32.7? 32.1. Hmm. From three. So, from three, yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's better than a lot of ASU's roster last year. It's, it's very average, but average for a big man from three is good. He's a stretch, he's a stretch forward, stretch four, um, but he's athletic as all hell. Yeah. So, it's exciting. I mean, you saw the way we talk about Jemiah Neal. Right. This is a guy in Kamari Lands that has just as much potential, actually averaged more points um, as a freshman last year than Jemiah averaged this past season for ASU. Uh, you, you bring up the size at 6'8", 220. This guy is built like a defensive end. Uh, he, he's just ginormous. Let's take a look at some of the tape. Uh, I know you, you found some of this. What And this is his high school tape. Yep. What, what about him is look, such a yeah, problem? Yeah. Uh, he's six foot eight, and he just did that. Uh, for those listening on audio, cross he he broke somebody down from the three point line and then dunked uh, with one dribble, uh, crossover one dribble, and then one dribble to get to the paint. Um, yeah, I mean, everything about his size excites me. It, it's a guy that Bobby Hurley obviously doesn't get a bunch of tall guys on his team, um, but not only does he get it. When's the last time you remember a stretch guy? And you know, Alonzo Gaffney is not a stretch guy. Uh, for those of you who just said that at home, uh, <laughs> a, a six eight guy that can shoot. When's the last time ASU had that? Like can actually, like shoot. a consistent six eight shooter? Yeah, well he's not consistent, so I guess it's unfair to Gaff. I mean, it, he reminds me of Dev Cambridge. Yeah, Dev is, Dev is Dev is way more athletic, I'd say though. He, but in terms of shooting and shooting consistency, yeah, I'd probably say they're about the same. No, because yeah. I, I like I know Dev at times last season. Oddly enough, shot the lights out of the ball. Um, but going into games, he wasn't the guy that you're like, okay, he's going to drop 20 mm-hmm. night in and night out. But there were nights where he'd give you 10, 15, and it was like, okay, damn, if mm-hmm. you get that, this is a problem. I feel kind of like the same way about this kid. Like, if he comes in, is able to drop a 10, 15-point game out of nowhere, like, the sky's really the limit for mm-hmm. this roster. Yeah, and, and he played in every single game last year. So he gets on the floor, um, and... I mean, again, it's the potential that excites you the most. If he, it has to be the potential. He, 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 he's got a good set shot. He's six eight two twenty. Uh, he's young. And, uh, uh, he's six eight two twenty. Also, 
One more He's also six foot eight and 220 pounds. Hmm. Um, Do you have that in inches? No, no? <laughs> I don't have oh, that in okay. my bag. Mm. That'd be pretty crazy. If yeah. you just He's like, six foot, six foot, eight inches. Mm. Well, actually, that, no, I got that. I have, that I, in my bag. I have that in my bag. Hold on. It's 72, eight, 80 inches. Boom. Look at my, I got that in my bag. And the Hillcrest University. Do you have his weight in grams? <laughs> no. no. Uh, who else went to Hillcrest? DeAndre Aiden. Mm. Uh, I believe both Bagley's had a Ooh, stint there. Ew. Um, fun fact. Uh, you can come back to us now, Jacob. Fun fact. <laughs> I was a intern assistant coach for a community college out here. Okay. Basketball team. And they scrimmaged Hillcrest with DeAndre Aiden on that team. And Hillcrest killed them. <laughs> a community college team. Yes. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you, you get a kid like Kamari Lands. Actually, I don't think they killed him. It was pretty close. And I'm really, really interested to see how he fits in here. Especially, and, and I know we're still in a period where there's going to be players leaving. There's going to be players coming back. Um, there's going to be guys that you still haven't even heard of yet that are going to end up being on this ASU roster. And... I don't know where he fits in yet, right? I don't know if I see him starting. Like, can I? Can I just? I, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Um, do you remember Brandon Fought, Jacob? You know Brandon Fought, right? I mean Brandon Fought, as in the commenter, or Brandon Fought the pitcher. The pitcher. Yeah. You know how he went to a private school named Bellerman? Yeah. Uh, Louisville lost their first game of the season to Bellerman. To Bellerman. What was the score? Uh they lost by 1. It was an interesting But then because I've never heard of Bellerman other than Brandon Fott. He did, yeah, he did. That's wild. Bellerman. That is wild. That's how bad Louisville was. Yeah, I didn't realize they were Cal level bad. Yeah. Well, they're worse than Cal, right? No. Cal Did Cal still only win 3 games? I thought they yeah, they only won 3 all year. Cal basketball. Cuz Louisville won 4, right? Yeah. Cal basketball. Yeah, 3 and 29. Mm. <laughs> Very close. That is Very so close. bad, dude. Yeah. To be three and twenty-nine, they can say they're better. Yeah, uh, You're right. They are. Chris in the chat. They're shooting around. Frankie makes his team elite. Um, I, I, the shooting is going to be interesting to see where it comes from this year because right now, looking at the roster as is, we know Frankie, or at least what we saw from Frankie last year, is he is not a dominant scorer. Right? Dev Cambridge is not a dominant scorer. Regardless of Warren Washington returning or not, he's not a dominant scorer. He can be, but he's not. That leaves you with the guys around him, including a guy like a Malachi Davis, who we know is a scorer, but we haven't seen him do it at this level yet. Alonzo Gaffney, I wouldn't necessarily say he's a scorer, but he can shoot the ball. Uh, and then you got a guy in uh, Kamari Lands. I'm still waiting for the, the, the splash shooter because you don't have that right now. You don't have a consistent spot-up shooter at all. Like, at all. <laughs> I mean... Unless, unless Jemiah, unless there is just Dev that. turned into one. But even then, I'm not like, I need to see that at a consistent clip to be like, okay, he is your scorer. Because right well, now, right? Last year going I, into the year, you were like, okay, we've got Dez and we've got DJ. I don't think your scorer is on the roster yet. Where is he? In the transport? Yeah, he's floating around. Did he just get off the, the the court for the UConn game? That'd be awesome, though. But no, he didn't. No, he didn't? No. <laughs> is he right here in this room? Yeah. Yeah? Is Jacob, it Jacob? Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be Jacob, right? Or Grant House. Yeah. It's Grant House. Grant's here. Yeah, he's with us at all times. Oh, no. Yeah, he's behind the Mac. Um, 
But yeah, Chris says it. I've seen this before. We're not there yet, but we will get that guy. Even if it's not that guy. Even if it's not a... I wanted that Max, guy. Okay, Max Abmus, listen to me. You were at Oral Roberts. Oral, where is it Oral Roberts? I feel like it's in Pennsylvania. Just They're like, no, it's definitely Oral, Oral Roberts. Roberts University. It's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Really? Yeah, so that's a shit place. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm taking Sean's spot on the mm. show right now, uh, making fun of places. Shit um, on Tulsa, that's not Oklahoma. A, that's not a great place. It is shit. I, I, uh, it is shit. And you want to be out west, Max Admus. Isn't Oklahoma west, technically? No, it's on the west coast. Okay. You'll be on the west coast. West coast, best coast. Southwest bias. Get out here, Max. Come give us those 24 points a game. God. I can't even imagine. Well, you wouldn't get 24 a game from him because he'd be in a really good conference. I'd take 15. A, a much better conference. I'd take 13 from four people like what happened last year. It's fine with me. Is it? Yeah. Is it okay with you? Um, guys, 12, 13, 14 points a game might be just fine for Shane. Okay. But Burrito Express, they are fine. Can you do that for me? Fine. fine. I just don't like the it's way. It's more than fine. It's fine. No truck stops in the Pac-12. Uh, yeah. There, there are none, actually. Guys. Unless you're unless you're Res Devil, then you have to. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, if you haven't checked out Burrito Express, literally go look in the mirror and tell yourself to be better. Okay, because Burrito Express has got the best damn burritos in the Milky Way. We've talked about it. Okay, we've talked to other. We've extra, talked to we've other talked people. To extraterrestrials. We've talked to Him Almighty, whoever that may be, whoever you believe in, they can all agree that Burrito Express has the best burritos in the world, mm. okay? Give him a follow on social at Burrito EXP. And for those of you that don't believe him almighty, okay? <laughs> They've got themselves some NIL athletes, Jazz Hill, Elijah Badger, a couple of dogs in their own right, okay? So anytime you go to Burrito Express, you're technically supporting Arizona State athletes as well, guys, so go. They got locations all over the valley. Again, the food's max. And give them a follow on social at Burrito EXP. What's the opposite of being really bad? Being really good? The Arizona That's what Burrito Cardinals. Express is. Arizona Cardinals, yeah. really bad. The op- they're, yeah, they're the opposite yeah. of being really good. So they got the third overall pick, which they'll inevitably probably trade to somebody that shouldn't get it. Like, I don't know. Seattle Seahawks. Um, who knows? Uh, regardless, they'll trade it, and they'll regret not drafting Will Anderson. Which you can you can hear Johnny say, "Why did we trade the pick? We should have drafted Will Anderson live at Four Peaks." Um, big opportunity for the Cardinals. Mm. Let's hope they don't fumble it because that organization not great right now. No, seems to. But today, not great. Yeah. Uh, the best place to take in this pivotal moment and to say not great <laughs> is at Four Peaks for our NFL draft party on April twenty seventh. It's going to be a good time. Make sure the vibes out. will be great. Yeah, the vibes will be immaculate. They were immaculate for our NHL draft party last year, uh, and they'll be even more immaculate this year. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy the beer responsibly, though. But you don't got to be 21 years or older to enjoy their great food if you go. True. Uh, Andrew in the chat, how does this affect the Pac 12 TV deal? I don't know, Andrew. How does it affect LeBron's legacy? Everything that? Are we talking <laughs> how, do, how does what impact the Pac 12 deal? The addition of Kamari Lance? 
Like, Bre- Bre- Burrito Express. Oh, does that impact the tax penalty? <laughs> um, maybe that's what he's. Or just the Cardinals being so bad. Yeah. How does that impact the, the Cardinals? <laughs> yeah, let's pose that question on social media, guys. How does this impact LeBron's legacy? The Pac-12 TV deal. Wrong answers only. Yeah. Okay. Um, before we get out of here, okay, I've got an interesting topic for you. So I'm scrolling the Twitter, okay, as I usually do. Is, is it broken? Is Twitter broken? Yeah. No. Pretty, Why? Pretty broken right now. Currently? Yeah. This right moment. No, no, no. It's just like last. Oh like, yeah, Elon did be breaking the Twitter. Yeah. Um, guess what is trending? Trek. Damn you. Is that a good guess? That's a phenomenal guess. Wow, I got it right? Shrek 5 is reportedly in the works with the original cast, the voices that we all know and love. They should put Mike Myers in the actual movie and not the guy that voices Shrek, but like Michael Myers. So you don't like, you don't like. No. What? You don't like Shrek? Shrek is awesome. Shrek 4? Shrek 3? Eh. Shrek what? I don't know. Is Shrek love? Oh, is Shrek life? Stop that right now. Shrek, uh, Shrek one and two, phenomenal movies. Phenomenal. Five? Five is too many of anything, unless you're talking basketball, then you need five. Or a burrito. Shrek Transformers. Yeah. Two Transformers? That's way too many. Might be the most dog shit. Whoa. Dog. Dude, Michael Bay, relax, kid. Chill. <laughs> Stop blowing stuff up. God. So you're not a fan of Shrek five income? No. Unless, dude, okay, I will say, two wrongs usually don't make a right, but in this case, if Michael Bay directed Shrek 5, I would watch the <laughs> hell out of that. I would totally watch that. Hmm. Well, then I already think I'm going to, I already know where you're going here. Uh, but my question to you is, what is the most overrated and underrated DreamWorks and or Disney movie? <sighs> Do you have yours right now? Because i got to look up. I think my most underrated... Let's go DreamWorks first. Okay. My most underrated DreamWorks movie is Shark Tale. Oh, 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 oh. Fucking a fire movie. Most underrated franchise, Boss Baby. I'm not kidding. Boss Baby goes crazy. Who voices... The baby? Yeah, because I have not seen It's not Duh Baby, I'll tell you that much. Well, I know it's not Duh Baby. Do you? Do you actually know that for a fact? Yeah, I do. That'd be awesome. Um, I think Shark Shark Tales also underrated. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I know. I'm just agreeing with you. Uh, um, you don't do that often. Yeah. Uh, overrated. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, like, oh, How to Train Your Dragon. I've never. That's seen it. overrated. I've never seen it. Look they at, made. I think the, they ended up making <laughs> Boss Baby. Don't show it's me. It's just that. so silly. That's, I mean, that's the, that's the no. Point. I know it is. I know <clears throat> it is. I. I present trolls. I've never seen that either. Mm, I Boss Baby is legendary. Thank you. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm going How to Train Your Dragon. I think the first one's dope. Uh, then they turned it into this whole sad thing about how this guy grows up and the dragon like has to go start a family and do this whole like yada yada. It's just eh. oh, also it's you could have to- made one. It's a total meme, but B movie also a good movie. Just gonna say it. Not an overrated or underrated, perfectly rated. No, movie. it's a, it's underrated because everyone just thinks of it as a meme. Really? I feel like it's perfectly rated. No, everyone thinks it was a meme. Alec Baldwin voices the boss baby. Wow. I love how we got two people immediately like... They're just, Alec Baldwin. Can you just imagine? I just imagine Aaron and Danny just sitting there like... Thank the, you, Chris. Sitting there like in their in their office or wherever they're watching and then all of a sudden hearing boss baby and their ears perk up. They're like... Alec Baldwin. That's Alec Baldwin. That's Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. <laughs> it's Alec Baldwin. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I forget now. 
Thank this you. This is Chris. a bold take by Chris. I no, it is mid. It is a mid what? movie. It is a mid franchise. The what, franchise. what is great sure. about it? The movie's great. Oh, Chicken Run. The very Chicken Run. The very first, first Chicken one. Run is great. What? I thought you were still talking about that. The first How to Train Your Dragon, good. The others, not good. Not at all. Hey, Don't we, like them. Can we get a dub in the chat if you've seen Chicken Run? Dub. Okay, moving Chicken. on to Disney. Most overrated and underrated movie. Oh, I had an I had an overrated movie. I didn't give one yet. My most underrated Disney movie is Jungle Book. It is also my second favorite Disney movie of all time. Yeah. Um, it uh, just doesn't best, get enough love. One of my best friends in college had a still has a, a pit bull named Mowgli. It just doesn't get enough love because it came out around the same time as Aladdin, um, Lion King, like all those just Disney was firing them off in those days, bro. Just firing <laughs> off bangers of movies. Zone of Tucson, scene chicken run, let's go. Um, Kung Fu Panda is a solid, solid See, movie. Enemies can find common ground. <laughs> chicken run is, is my common ground. What is your overrated, underrated Disney movie? Uh, I mean, any Chip of the like the live action Disney movies. I was just that they about to say, did they make Channel? a Chip and Dale live action? Well, any of those are supremely overrated because they're just so bad now. Um, I've seen so many of these movies. Underrated. Ooh, Soul is such a great movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that's properly rated. That's like one. That's like known as one of the best Disney movies ever. That's <sighs> definitely properly rated. Uh, dude, I don't know. I just I'm not a big. I'm not a big is it movie guy. crazy that I still haven't seen Frozen? Yeah, that's pretty insane. Is it? Yeah, I still bump the soundtrack. Do you? Yeah, still. Why? Because it's so good. Okay. Yo, you see, they're making a, a Moana live action movie. Mm. Why? I don't know. I didn't see that Mo movie either. What? Yeah, Moana was so good. I haven't seen a lot of. Uh, you just haven't seen a new lot of age Disney. You just movies? haven't seen a lot of movies. I have though. No, you haven't. Last time I said what, you were like, are you surprised I haven't seen a lot of movies? I said that? Yeah, you and Sean both were like, you shouldn't be surprised that we haven't seen them. We haven't well, seen a lot of movies. We're not like big time movie people, okay? Mm. But we are big time. Oh my God, the road to El Dorado? Damn. Boys? Oh, it's been a minute since I saw that movie. You seen that? That was a good movie. No, but I could tell on Totri's face that he was really bummed he didn't get to make his transition. Yeah, it was like right here. Oh. It's okay. We're just trying to we're trying to end the show. I still want to talk about this. Okay, let's go. I mean, we could still continue. Um, Over oh, the Hedge, great movie. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, B movie. I still want to talk about this. This is what this is what I forgot to say. <laughs> he um, really wants to talk about it. Shit. What is the quote? What's the opening? They're line? making a Lilo and Stitch live action. That is awful. Why? According to all known laws of aviation. There is no way a bee should be able to fly. Once like a month, I, I just say that randomly. According to the laws of aviation. How far into that movie script can you get? Uh, that's all. Yeah. Is that I, true? I had a hard time believing that. part of the movie? That's the start of the, that's the first the words of the movie. But is it true? Yes. It's okay, wings. I just saw a crazy fact today about it's bees. wings are too small to are get you guys ready for this? off the ground. <laughs> bees you need on average five to eight hours of sleep a day. And if they don't get back to their hive to sleep, they just, die. They they just will drop on the ground and forget where their hive is. And then they They'll just forget? live the rest of the life not knowing where their How long was. do they live? I don't know. How do they know that they need that much sleep, though? Is it just like so they how do you know it? you? How do you know you're tired? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. They just feel it. Like when you get tired. Yeah, like yeah they have a brain. Like, so I don't know how bees work. I don't know if they just like feel it. I mean, yeah. It's kind of how like, you know... 
the ecosystems work. The animals work. How do we Except know babies. This? So like, okay, we're talking yeah, babies. We're, we're, yeah, babies. We're, so like, you're, a baby has to be trained about their rhythm. You train your babies. Like your I baby doesn't your baby. know day from night. <laughs> the baby spends nine Did months. Did you say in the you have to train your baby's rhythm? Like yeah, their 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 rhythm of like the fuck awake that during mean, the day, sleep at night. He's teaching his baby how to beatbox. Yeah, just how to fucking go Goo-goo. crazy. Gaga. Gaga. Uh, Gaga. Okay. Alec Baldwin. Mm. 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 See, I'm not. I I, I wasn't trained. He properly. wasn't trained. You yeah. you should train him. Chris. 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 No shot. You just said that. I was literally talking to Max about this today. So my buddy. Last thing I'll say, and then we okay. can get to the ads or whatever. My or buddy, whatever. this is crazy. My buddy, I so in college, I started watching AOT, Attack on Titan, for you casuals out there. Great anime. Probably the best anime he ever. He took his hat off of this, by the um, way. And I, <laughs> I, I stopped watching it because it's such like an intense, emotionally charged show to watch. Like okay. It takes a lot out of you. Um, so I, I, I had a, trouble getting back into it. Last night I got back into it. I'm halfway through season three, and he told me I need to I need to start watching it again because he needs somebody to talk about it with because they're coming out with new episodes and or the I think the second part of the final movie, whatever it is, coming out. Go watch Attack on Titan. Get cultured. It's a phenomenal show. I have not seen that either. That doesn't surprise me. Also, don't not, be, think, not because of you. Just, don't think there's a show out there. In my personal opinion, that could top Game of Thrones, but that is just me. I was a big Game of Thrones nerd. Um, like I was trying to say earlier. We might not be giant movie people, but we are, okay. I might not be a giant movie person, but we both are giant Spaghetti Shack people. Mm. Guys, they fed us yesterday. Holy shit. They have their rhythm trained. Jacob, what do we do? Down to a T. What do we do? Ooh. Make a sandwich? Yeah, we made a sandwich. With the garlic bread. bread. Mm. Just wait. What was the binding? It wasn't glue. The binder was spaghetti. spaghetti. Wow, huh. that was beautiful. Guys, Yeah, their meatballs go absolutely insane too. And if you didn't know, the Spaghetti Shack is a community-focused to-go pasta concept started right here in Tempe, Arizona by five lifelong friends. They are currently serving Tempe and Queen Creek. We hope you guys go out, check them out in your neighborhood soon. Because they're fire. Yeah, They're a little, you know, little chef. Spaghetti, meatball, garlic bread, die hard. <laughs> Become a die hard. Go phnx.com slash diehard. You can get access to our members only Discord. Members. There's some really good stuff with a bunch of our sponsors like Mound Mics, like insert all the other ones below. Um, and just a bunch of good stuff you can get from becoming a diehard. You get a free t-shirt or hat every single year. Really? Plus you get, yeah. Plus, oh, also, um, have you seen our new shirt? My God, fire. Fire. Oh, the Yotes shirt? Yeah. Yeah, the Yotes shirt goes crazy. Go crazy. Um, but yeah, become a diehard. Just more, it makes being a fan more fun. Gaffney. You, I... I mean... Guys, on that note... You'll make that 30% of the time. That's not mean. That's fair. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at phnx underscore sign up. You can follow me at anthony underscore totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. You can follow Sean to pause... At Sean underscore to pause. Uh, at a baseball game, neglecting his duties as always. Mm. We will see you guys right here on YouTube at 2 p.m. tomorrow. But for now, guys, enjoy your Taco Tuesday. Peace. <laughs>